Safety First, Reducing OR Traffic by Daniel V. Carr. Operating rooms are normally positive pressure environments in which the air handling system pushes the air away from the room into the adjacent areas. For example, hallways. The positive pressure design helps to prevent aerosolized particles from entering the OR and protect the patient. Operating room traffic occurs when personnel, students, or vendor representatives enter and leave during an operative or other invasive procedure. When personnel open doors to enter or leave an OR during these procedures, they can negatively affect the positive pressure environment and distract perioperative team members. Door openings alone can cause increased bacterial counts in ORs and therefore may increase the patient's risk for developing a surgical side infection, SSI. However, a door opening coupled with an individual entering the OR increases the amount of air entering from areas external to the OR, for example, hallway. There is a direct link between the number of staff members in an OR and the aerosolized particle load in the air. Therefore, OR door openings that also increase the number of personnel in an OR may result in an even higher risk of SSIs. An area's proximity to an opening or closing OR door can increase the bacterial counts in that area of the OR. Movement of personnel in and out of an OR before and during a procedure may increase the risk of a compromised sterile field, especially when the field is near an OR door. Causes of OR Traffic Perioperative personnel contribute to OR traffic when they move equipment, instruments, or supplies from one OR to another or enter an active OR to assist the staff members. In addition, Student observers and vendor representatives may enter and leave an OR for a variety of reasons. For example, schedules, patient privacy, after a procedure begins. Nurses, surgical technologists, anesthesia professionals, radiology technologists, and other clinical personnel, for example, perfusionists, may require relief during the workday. Breaks may be built into the surgery schedule, for example, between procedures, or staff members may be assigned to enter ORs during procedures. Relief personnel can increase the number of door openings during procedures. Although personnel changes may be necessary during surgery and may occur during routine times of day for meals, results of a study on the number of door openings for specific periods of time during orthopedic procedures involving implants did not show any association between time of day and OR traffic rates. Unnecessary personnel or social conversations in the OR can increase traffic and distract the team during surgery. However, face-to-face communication among staff members may be necessary during the course of the day, and such huddles and discussions may need to occur in the OR. This method of communication can add personnel to an OR before or during a procedure. In addition to increasing the number of personnel in the OR, face-to-face communication can distract perioperative team members. The duration and complexity of the surgery also may contribute to increased OR traffic. Clinical support personnel, for example, educators, radiology technologists, perfusionists, neuromonitoring technicians, vendor representatives, 
may be required for the procedure. Personnel may enter and exit an OR during a procedure for a specific purpose and may do so as a team. In academic medical centers, fellows, residents, and medical students may accompany surgeons and anesthesiologists. Nursing and allied health students also may be present. Although the additional personnel may be necessary, results of a study on the effect of different variables, for example, number of personnel in an OR, changes in personnel, on SSI development after neurosurgery, showed that the number of individuals in an OR were significantly associated with SSI development. Odds ratio equals 1.06. 95% confidence interval equals 1.01 to 1.12. P equals 0.044. After a backward elimination logistic regression, the researchers determined that each change in personnel increased the odds of SSI development approximately 9.5%. Odds ratio equals 1.095. 95% confidence interval equals 1.02 to 1.21. P equals 0.011. Operating rooms may become cluttered with equipment or may be the designated storage location for specific equipment, instruments, or supplies. Conversely, suboptimal storage space may contribute to a lack of needed equipment, instruments, or supplies in a specific OR. In some instances, a staff member may need to leave an OR because the surgeon's preference card is inaccurate or the OR lacks routine patient care items. For example, medications, solutions, sterile supplies. Inaccurate or incomplete surgery scheduling also may contribute to a staff member leaving an OR to obtain requested items. All of these situations may increase door openings when personnel in other areas of the department, for example, ORs, enter an OR during a procedure to obtain stored items, or when personnel leave an OR during a procedure to procure required items. Strategies to Consider When preparing to address and minimize OR traffic, perioperative leaders and personnel should understand the causes of this traffic. Perioperative team members should understand the specific characteristics of their surgical environment, for example, physical constraints, and the effects of OR traffic on quality and safety, for example, SSIs, distractions. An interdisciplinary team of key stakeholders should provide personnel with information on perioperative airflow and the effects of opening OR doors. Personnel should possess knowledge about maintaining the environment and using unidirectional ultra-clean air delivery systems, for example, laminar airflow, which may include assessing the OR for airflow issues and assessing resources to troubleshoot and mitigate these issues. Perioperative personnel should be able to identify opportunities to decrease OR traffic, to maintain a safe environment, and promote safe patient care. Personnel should use caution and minimize air currents when it is necessary to enter an OR during a procedure. To prevent clinical errors that may affect safety and quality outcomes, they also should avoid distracting perioperative team members and interrupting patient care tasks. For example, timeout, surgical count. There are a variety of preventative measures that may help perioperative leaders and personnel raise awareness to decrease OR traffic, 
and bundling at least two such measures may increase compliance. These strategies may include the following. 1. Using visual cues, such as hanging customized signs, that can provide a message warning personnel not to enter. 2. Installing door alarms to minimize the frequency of opened doors during surgery. 3. Installing electronic door counters that collect data and provide a visual reminder with real-time feedback to assist personnel with reducing OR traffic. And 4. Promoting staff member recognition of OR traffic in the appropriate forums. For example, staff meetings, huddles. Before and after each procedure, personnel should assess the OR for unnecessary equipment, instruments, and supplies and return these items to the appropriate storage locations. If the OR is the designated storage area for specific equipment, instruments, or supplies, personnel should proactively collaborate with perioperative leaders to determine if any items stored in that OR will be needed in another OR during a procedure. These actions should help decrease unplanned OR traffic involving personnel who will later require those items. Personnel should verify that all surgeon-requested items are present in an OR before beginning a procedure. Functional placement of supplies and equipment in the OR should help decrease the number of OR door openings and the possibility of distracting perioperative personnel. The interdisciplinary team should determine a process for assessing periodic automatic replenishment levels for supplies in each storage location. To decrease the need to search for supplies in other ORs, personnel should verify appropriate levels of incidental items, that is, room stock, that may be needed during the procedure are present in the OR. Use of tracking software for equipment and instruments may help personnel minimize unnecessary door openings to find needed items. Rather than opening the OR door and entering the room for face-to-face communication, Personnel should use other methods of communication, such as phones, intercom systems, video monitoring systems, mobile communication devices, and pre-procedure huddles. When a face-to-face conversation is unavoidable, personnel should consider bundling the conversation with an additional required task, such as transporting a specimen to the pathology laboratory for a frozen section examination. Takeaways for perioperative nurses Perioperative nurses should be aware of the risks associated with increased OR traffic and collaborate with team members to limit door openings and OR traffic as much as possible. They should implement and adhere to all facility-specific processes to reduce OR traffic. For example, signs, designated staff member relief times, communication methods. When an RN circulator identifies an increase in OR traffic, they should speak up and work to mitigate the problem, which may involve limiting the presence of non-essential personnel in an OR. In addition, they can remind their colleagues of the risks of OR traffic during the pre-procedure huddles and the timeout. Rather than relying on memory, perioperative personnel may benefit from using the surgeon's preference card to prepare for procedures. For this strategy to be effective, they should regularly review preference cards with surgeons and update them as needed. Accurate preference cards can be a valuable resource for personnel to obtain the supplies, instruments, medications, and equipment needed for each procedure 
and potentially reduce OR traffic. Before procedures, perioperative nurses can collaborate with other members of the surgical team, for example, surgical technologist, anesthesia professional, surgeon, to prepare for the procedure and decrease OR traffic. Such collaboration allows all team members to share knowledge and obtain any required items before the procedure begins, thereby increasing efficiency. Perioperative nurses also can participate in data collection during audits. This may involve monitoring door opening occurrences when an automated door counter is not available or documenting the reasons for door openings. Although patient care is the main priority during procedures, participation in data collection may promote nurse buy-in for subsequent process changes. Takeaways for perioperative nurse leaders and educators. Perioperative nurse leaders and educators should provide perioperative personnel with the information and tools, for example, policies, procedures, audits, that will empower them to address OR traffic. Leaders can assess departmental practices to limit OR traffic and benefit personnel. For example, they should collaborate with personnel to identify storage solutions when items that are commonly used in multiple areas of the department are stored in a particular OR. They also may collaborate with surgeons and surgery schedulers to promote accurate procedure scheduling. Results of a study on OR traffic patterns showed that as the duration of surgery increased, so too did the number of additional individuals in the OR and the number of door openings. P is less than 0.0001. When assigning staff members to procedures, leaders can match the individual staff member's schedules to the length of surgical procedures. For example, if a procedure is scheduled to begin in the afternoon, the leader should assign personnel who will not require relief shortly after the surgeon begins the procedure. This strategy should help minimize the number of reliefs during the procedure. Leaders also can minimize traffic by coordinating short reliefs and meal breaks, which may involve providing relief between procedures. Perioperative leaders can promote practices to assist staff members by creating an identifier, such as a vest or hair covering in a specific color, for vendors and other visitors, for example, students. When a perioperative nurse notices such individuals entering or leaving an OR repeatedly, they can address the situation with a vendor or visitor in an appropriate manner to decrease OR traffic. Perioperative leaders and educators should collaborate with personnel to create a custom audit system to collect data, identify traffic levels, and determine the reasons for door openings during procedures. Auditing and real-time feedback can be an effective method to change behavior, and data from the audit can guide future process improvement projects, policies, and practices. Traffic prevention techniques can be subject to habituation, and personnel may eventually tolerate the alerts, for example, door alarms. Perioperative leaders and educators should be involved in the auditing process so they can witness the staff members' responses to OR traffic and support the efforts to address it. They should share data and review progress with personnel. When completing perioperative rounds, leaders should adhere to OR traffic reduction techniques. For example, call into the OR to avoid unnecessarily entering during a procedure, 
and can validate data and monitor mitigation efforts. Such involvement should provide staff members with the necessary support and empowerment to address and minimize OR traffic during procedures.